This is the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. Hello and welcome to the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z. It is Tuesday, the 17th day of October, 2023. For those of you who remember a band called the Moody Blues, 70s, 80s band, 70s band, I guess, late 60s, I'm not sure when they got started. The Moody Blues had a song that came out somewhere around 1979 to 1981, and I'm driving, so I apologize. I don't have my musical anthology record database in front of me. The Moody Blues, <clears throat> excuse me, came out with a song called 22,000 Days. The actual refrain was 22,000 days, 22,000 days. It's not a lot. It's all we've got. 22,000 days. That refers to the number of days the average human being lives on planet Earth. What's that equate to? About what, 60, 65 years old, something like that. In the United States of America, we work pretty much a five-day work week, 50 weeks out of the year, accounting for a two-week vacation time for the average full-time employee. So over the course of a human's life, let's say starting at an average age of 20, because some people go to college, some people start working at 18, <clears throat> excuse me, some don't go to work until... They're 22, 24, depending on how many years they spend in school. So let's say 20. And used to be you'd work 20 years, and then you'd retire if you got to stay with one decent company for a 20-year career. That was considered a lot. It still does work in some unionized sectors and some governmental sectors of our economy where you work 20 years and then you're fully eligible to retire. Pardon me, my friends, a little sinus going on this morning, so I do apologize for the scratchy sound in my throat and the need to clear it once in a while. The 22,000 days, it's not a lot, it's all you've got, weighs heavily on a civilization. Remember, every nation on planet Earth is a giant machine. It's a company. It's an economy. Right now, China is reeling, R-E-E-L-I-N-G, from decades of population control, where it was rumored and reported that years ago, if you had a female Chinese baby, they would kill it. <clears throat> or if you had a female and then you got pregnant for a second child and it too was a female it was forced to be terminated because the Chinese government needed men. You see, there are only two genders, men and women. Real economies, real countries, real companies, real human beings who understand basic biology, physiology, and the chromosomal and genome makeup of humanity, indeed every other animal species on our earth, understand there are only two, male and female. China currently is undergoing a population crisis in the fact that they don't have enough people. They don't have enough people to man the factories to produce the goods 
that are being bought by everyone else on planet Earth. China funds its military based on the amount of gross domestic product it produces. The more it produces, the more it can give to their military. And with a decline in their population numbers, China is having trouble staffing not only the factories that make the cheap crap you're buying from Timu or other companies, they're having trouble filling the boots of troops. And this weakens their military might. China outpopulates the United States almost three and a half to one from the latest census figures. And therefore, it's kind of difficult because we out-nuke China. Unfortunately, Russia, Russia, Russia out-nukes the United States of America. And here's the really scary part. Weak, mentally incapable, incompetent Joe Biden has enabled the Chinese Communist Party, through lax enforcement of our tariff laws, he has enabled the Chinese Communist Party, along with their new ally, Russia. The two of them together outnuke the United States over two to one. Now that's scary, because let's face it, under the MAD concept, mutually assured destruction, the idea was, if you have a hundred nukes, and I have a hundred nukes, we won't go to war with one another, because certainly the deployment of 100 nukes against us would destroy us, just as the deployment of 100 nukes against you would destroy you. You see, that was fine when there were only two nuclear superpowers. But now, in the year 2023, there are three such nuclear superpowers. The United States, Russia, 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 and China. And that makes for a big problem. Because now, any two of the three can get together and be far superior to the third. That's where we are under Joe Biden. China and Russia have gotten together, hooked up in an unholy mar marriage, and decided... They're going to be the joint superpower. And that's a problem. That is a major problem for we, the United States of America. Meanwhile, what else is going on, my friends? Under that mutually assured destruction, there are also nukes reportedly in multiple other countries. And any of those smaller rogue nations who wish to climb to the top of the heap feel as if they're powerful enough because they have at least one nuke to make a difference on the world stage. We in the United States are experiencing somewhat of a population decline of our own. Now this should make people like Bill Gates, Al Gore, the climate nut jobs, and, of course, the progressive, woke, liberal left, happy. They should be jumping for joy that there are less humans on the earth now. Because they think there are too many humans on planet earth. And the 
entire idea, the notion, the sick, twisted sickness that is the woke movement, the progressive movement, the transgenderism, more than two genders movement, is responsible for our decline of population here in the United States. But Steve C., how could that be? There are people still having the sex, yes? Well, there are some. Out in the farmlands of Iowa, Nebraska, and places like that, there are still the traditional family units where mom gets together with dad, do the deed, mom gets pregnant, you know, the female, the woman, and then she has a bouncing little baby boy. If it's a bouncing little baby boy, he can grow up to become a farmer and grow the food that the rest of the humans eat. If she is born a girl, then she grows up to make more little humans for future generations. It's pretty clear cut. If you've ever lived or worked on a farm, you see bulls and you see female cows. You see male sheep and female sheep. You see roosters and you see hens. You see the great circle of life each and every day. If you have a pet, a cat, a dog, and the pet cat has kittens and the pet dog has puppies, you can pretty much tell by looking betwixt their little hind legs that there are boy cats and girl cats, or boy dogs and girl dogs. But for some strange, twisted, sick, odd reason, there is a growing group of people in these United States of America that believe that somehow, some way, magically, as the calendar turned to the year 2020, that there are more than just those two genders, male and female. It's a sickness, my friends. It is a mental illness to believe that there could possibly be any more than two. We are matched pairs, my friends, boys and girls, men and women, dudes and chicks. That's just the way it is. But in the cities, in the more progressive, woke, liberal enclaves of our nation, there is a growing group of sick, twisted people who believe firmly in their hearts that there are more than two genders. Effeminate men prissing around, wearing makeup, putting their hair up in buns, being sensitive. And there are tomboyish, because I'm not allowed to say dykish for some reason, or I might get canceled. There are tomboyish females who would rather play with scissors, if you know what I mean. They'd rather play with scissors than play the game where you put the round peg into the round hole. They would rather hang out with one another than do what their bodies were designed and manufactured by the Creator to do. And that is to spit out another child or two or three or whatever the number, the magic number might be. 
the notion of, ew, I don't want to get knocked up because I don't want to ruin this killer body, is declining our population, which means with less young people around, there are less people to care for the older people as they age out of society. The young folks of today feel like the older in the way anyway. We're in the way of them coming right out of high school and becoming the CEO of a major corporation. We're in the way of them coming right out of college and running some giant company or becoming the head surgeon with 60 or 70 days experience if they went to medical school. Time for the old folks to simply just die, the young folks say. Instead of learning from the previous generation, instead of learning from the older people, the elders, today's young folks think the older people are simply in the way. And since the younger folks are more focused on getting that new Beamer or getting that new computer or that new whatever the hell it is that's fancy these days, whatever it is that they have a desire to possess, that is much more important than having a family, than getting together and doing what is supposed to be done. Yes, my friends, with woke, fairy-like men out there, males, I'll call them males, because that's what they are, simply males, failing to put Mr. Johnson away properly in the proper receptacle, and having children with a female. The men are more focused on their so-called careers, their so-called lifestyles, their so-called social influences. They're not making women pregnant, and there are far fewer being born because, well, maybe the females don't actually naturally, normally find a faggoty male attractive at all. And because we're all animals, we're all mammals, that could be a problem. For if the penguins bringing the rocks, the male penguins who bring the little pebble to the female penguin don't accept the pebble, they don't mate. The female doesn't get pregnant. The male goes on lonely with a set of blue flippers. I don't know. And if the population of penguins dies off, that's really rough on the penguins. But if the population of mankind drops off, people like Al Gore, sorry, there's a truck riding on the doggone chicken strips on the side of the road here. He doesn't know how to stay in his lane. If the population of mankind doesn't correct itself and we start producing females again and males again in the birth process... This could be a big issue, a big issue. I wonder where this 18-wheeler driver got his license. Perhaps the proverbial Cracker Jacks box? What a moron. Let's give him a little good morning. How do you do? Idiot. Couldn't stay on the road, riding on the rumble strips, weaving in and out. <clears throat> what a moron. Now, why did I bring up the population issue this morning on October 17th, 2023, as our country spirals even further downward? For today 
if I were not driving to the state capital of Louisiana to take care of some business with the federal government and the state government, I was prepared fully with a happy 1,000-day jingle for sleepy, creepy, touchy-feely, mopey-dopey, little-girl-gropey, hair-sniffing, 10% totally fake, on-the-take Joe Biden. For today, my friends, October 17, 2023, according to my calculations, is either the direct or right around the 1,000th day that Joe Biden has been the president, supposedly, of these United States of America. 1,000 days he's been in office. 1,000 days we've seen our country go into decline from where it was just three short years ago when Donald Trump was the president. Remember, at the opening of this segment, I talked about the Moody Blues song, 22,000 Days. My friends, we have wasted away one twenty-second of our entire life on this clown, on this shyster, on this influence-peddling criminal that we currently have in our White House. 1,000 days. And what has Joe Biden managed to accomplish? Oh, I wish I were at the computer instead of behind the steering wheel because I have an entire list of the things that Joe Biden has failed at. And he can't blame the Republicans. These are all things that he promoted directly. These are programs, processes, and procedures that Joe Biden and his team designed, engineered, orchestrated, manufactured, put into place, implemented, executed. All of these things are 100% Bidenomics in nature. They bear the Biden label. Car manufacturers on strike, it is Joe Biden's fault. Don't say it's not Joe Biden's fault. Don't blame it on so-called greedy car execs. Those auto workers make a hell of a lot more per hour than the average American, I promise you. And they work in climate-controlled factory settings. And they get paid way, way better, but they're on strike. Why? Because Joe Biden has caused the prices of everything to go up in the United States of America to the point that even the very highly paid union automakers, those union workers, cannot afford the things that they want, the things that they need. They are living paycheck to paycheck, having trouble paying for their house, their cars. Speaking of cars, isn't it ironic? The very people who make the cars that have become so very expensive because of Joe Biden's Bidenomics are bitching because people can't afford to buy the cars that they are producing. So in order to make a statement, they stop producing the cars, which because of now a limited supply thanks to the strike, the prices of those cars go even higher Joe Biden and his inflation, labeled Bidenomics by Joe Biden and his team, has caused the prices of everything to go up. 
But let's just take one simple liquid gallon of unleaded regular gasoline. $1.68 to $1.78 during Donald Trump's tenure in office. I have photographic proof of those prices. Photographic proof. $1.68 at the Chevron near my home. Yesterday, $3.78 per gallon. That's way more than double the price. Way more than double. Joe Biden's fault. Now, you could try and blame OPEC. Joe Biden sure did. You can try and blame the war in Ukraine. Joe Biden sure did. You can try to blame greedy oil companies. Joe Biden sure did. You can try to blame Donald Trump. Joe Biden sure did. But it all falls on the fact, the actual reality, that Joe Biden, your current president, on his 1,000th day today, congratulations, you idiot, Joe Biden, on his very first day, a thousand days ago, a thousand days ago, Joe Biden walked into the White House, picked up a pen, and canceled the Keystone XL Energy Pipeline, effectively cutting off billions of gallons of fuel. He then signed legislation to cease offshore and onshore oil exploration production, transportation. He cut off our own fuel supply. And then he drained, emptied the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. You know, that big stockpile of fuel that the United States of America needs in case we're invaded by Russia or China or some other nation, or in case all of the terrorists who have snuck in through Biden's closed borders over the last 1,000 days decide to rise up. Biden ignores the reality, the numbers, because he gets confused with numbers. He gets millions confused with thousands. He gets billions confused with millions. He gets trillions confused with billions. He doesn't know the real true numbers. Not even the sheer numbers of actual illegal criminal law-breaking, trespassing, invading migrants who have crossed our southern borders illegally. He does not even conceive of the notion that if five million, with an M, have crossed our borders and we've caught those five million, that if five times that many have come across and not been caught, five times five is 25, Joe Biden. Added to the five million we caught, that means in 1,000 days, as many as 30 million criminal law-breaking, illegal trespassing migrants have come across on your watch, Mr. Biden. He doesn't realize that. He can't fathom that. That's the conservative number, by the way. Five come across for every one that gets caught. We catch one, five more get away. Friends of mine, associates, uh, uh, people I've known, colleagues, working for other federal agencies like Border Patrol, ICE, 
They tell me the number of gotaways is as high as 15, meaning 15 get away for every one we catch. That's a lot of people, my friends. Think about that. Five times 15, 75 million plus the 5 million we caught. That's as many as 80, 80, 80 million criminal law-breaking, illegal trespassing migrants across our borders. That's as much as one-fifth of our lawful legal population of 330 million. That's almost one-fifth that have potentially entered in Joe Biden's first 1,000 days in office. That's not worthy of a ding, my friends. That's worthy of a, of a boo. There we go. I guess that'll do. Now, for those of you who say, hey, maybe they can all become Americans, and then our population will swell from 330 million to a minimum of, what, 330 plus 30 is 360 million, or 330 plus 80 million. Wow, we could be a nation of 410 million. That'll make us a lot stronger. But do you honestly, truthfully believe that all of those illegal, criminal, law-breaking, trespassing migrants are willing to come forward, place their hand upon the Holy Bible, swear to be an American citizen, to assimilate into our society, join our military, and fight for this nation? They ran away from their home countries because someone called them stupid. They ran away from their home countries because they were criminals and did not want to do jail time in their home countries. They left their home countries because they were weak, sick, twisted, had some other problem, couldn't get along with people. They were poor. They wouldn't join their own country's military. I'm sure that opportunity was there for them. But they come here. Do you honestly, truthfully, in your heart, believe? Are you that deluded in the brain to believe that these people who broke our most sacred and sovereign immigration laws violated our sovereign borders, snuck into our country and are now working for cash under the table by this construction company or that farm. Do you honestly think that they're willing, loyal enough, wanting so badly to be an American that they would be willing to strap on a U.S. uniform and a weapon and fight for this country? I think not. I really, really think that if you believe that, you have a mental problem. Oh, sure, a few of them will. A few of them might. But can you imagine a country of 330 million people, of which roughly 125 million are elderly or under the age of 17, would be doing itself a favor by arming as many as 80 million illegal immigrants? Do you really believe that that could be good for our country? Or do you believe by handing M16s or whatever the latest iteration of a machine gun is to 80 million illegal trespassing immigrants might be a bad idea? 
because they might turn those on us and try to take over our nation. Imagine an army of just 20 million illegals. A quarter of those illegals that have entered our country. Arming 20 million illegals. And then those illegals saying, Andale, andale, riva, riva, epe, epe, We're going to taking over the country. We're going to taking over the United States. We're going to take back Texas and New Mexico and Arizona and California. It's all going to be for us again. Can you imagine? The next civil war may not be fought between Democrats and Republicans, my friends. The next civil war may not be fought between Negroes and Caucasians in this country, my friends. The next civil war may be a war for the very existence of our nation. And the threat could be Mexican, Honduran, Guatemalan. No one is thinking of these things. No one is out there positing the possibilities. No one is out there saying, holy crap, this could possibly happen. Joe Biden and his ilk are only concerned with one thing. Vote Democrat in the next election. Gave you a lot to think about today, folks. Go out there and make it a great day. We'll see you next time on the Truth Hurts program. Thank you for listening. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. Background music courtesy of Jason Shaw and Audionautics. This program was pre-recorded. <laughs>